Andrew Boyer, middle-aged white man. Ladies, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. We can make him better than he was before. Better. Smarter. Woke. Please don't say woke. What happens when you take Facebook arguments between friends who don't agree and have them face to face? I'm Xanthi. And I'm Andrew. And this is We've, We've Got, Got Issues. Issues. go back for another week yeah we're so happy uh we're so happy you guys are back with us and we're going to do things a little differently today we're going to try some new bits we are i have a new i have a new plan you do so this is anthony's plan okay so should we just dive right in i'm excited all right here we go okay um so we have a uh a new bit we're going to try i think andrew has christened it what about my whatabouts Mm. uh and it has to do i'm going to explain it as succinctly as possible which is uh i'm going to ask andrew about three items from this week's social media feeds. And essentially, I'm looking for things that are like burning up uh, social media. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I've been thinking about a lot lately is which pieces of social media news, in quotes, um, are real news and which are just distractions from the things we really should be keeping our eye on. Uh, and I feel like this is something that, you know, journalists are talking about a lot, and it is interesting to me. So, And is, is there an implication then that, like, what social media's purpose should be is to talk about real things as opposed to... No. No? I mean, it, 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 right? Isn't, if we're talking about things that are in, uh, in substan- uh, substantial or not important... Uh-huh. Um, trivial. Do we, trivial. Uh, and we're getting distracted by those. Is the idea behind this that, that really we, sh- you know... What we should be talking about is real issues. So I think what's interesting about it is that the answer to that is totally unclear. Like, yeah. And I think that is what social media has done yeah. to our understanding of what news is, right. right? Which is, is news the thing that you pass among your friends and you all click on and you all comment on a million times? Right. Or is news what's on the front page of the New York Times that you read, maybe, yeah. and turn the page and don't think about it again for the rest of the day, and, right? And it's and it's some combination of those two things. And so what we're going to do, actually, is we're going to come up with a score for uh-huh. each of these items where we're going to talk about, we're going to give it a ranking on its social media value mm-hmm. from 1 to 10. Uh, and then we're going to give it a ranking on its real news value, also 1 to 10. And then we're going to multiply those two. And we're going to see what comes up. And so a higher score is more important. I think a higher score means... Um, that's the level of traction that it's getting okay. um, combined with the value that it has. So we should pay attention to things. We should try to pay attention to things with high scores yes. and try to yes. not pay attention to things with low scores. Yes. But okay. weirdly, some of the trivial things are probably going to get higher scores than maybe we feel like. Because they, they have high social media value. Exactly. Okay. So I can give you, should I give let's you one Let's give it quick, a try. Let's do, right. a, let's do a... I was going to give you one example uh-huh. that I, maybe we should let's just, just do a real right, one. Let's yeah. do it. Um, okay, so one um, item that mm-hmm. has been um, shared a lot on Facebook this week, and I'm guessing on Twitter as well, although I'm less of, a, uh, I'm less of an expert on Twitter, um, is the White House Christmas decor. Yes. Okay, so... I saw a video briefly about she did something with angels, <laughs> Melania, and someone yeah. was like, is this horrific or is this beautiful? Okay. We're not sure. Yeah, so essentially Melania has taken on... Um, unusually for her, <laughs> has actually publicly taken on one of the traditional first lady jobs, thankless jobs, actually, of decorating the White House for the holidays. And I think I'm guessing they would probably just say 
for Christmas. Can I just say, and I know you probably don't, you probably disagree with this, but I think that anyone who has anything but pity for Milani, I know, <laughs> I know she's, you know, doing great and that she's, you know, she's had a really nice life and she, you know, so she's got the, you know, maybe Oh, by the best doing job. great, you mean she's in a perfectly lovely position. Right. You don't I, mean she's doing a no, good job. No, I mean, job. I know that, like, look, there's a lot of people who have it worse, so, like, why yeah, do yeah. we feel bad for Milani? But I, I can't help but feel bad for Milani. So that's actually like, interesting, right? Because right. I feel bad for all first ladies because I think it's, it's such an outdated position and it's basically like, let's go back to the 1950s and have a person in a job where they're expected to do all kinds of things for which they get no pay, right. for which they get some credit, but also a lot of criticism. It's just ridiculous. I mean, but also she's, I think, pretty ill-equipped for that role. Like Clearly. She, she doesn't, she, it's not her first language. Yeah. You know. Yet another way in which the Trumps she, are ill-equipped to be right, in the White House, right. right? Anyway, so the Christmas decor, yes. just the, the, the skinny on that was... <laughs> the photo that was that was most sent out, mm-hmm. um, which was actually... And I missed it, by the way, so this obviously oh, didn't good. cross so, my yeah, feet. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, was a picture of dead branches um, put in like decorative branches, but okay. with no leaves or I've seen that light. look. That's a look. Right. Um, lining the hall of somewhere in the White House <laughs> with creepy white lights. Okay. Looks uh, like a fire hazard is what everybody it said. Looks, it looks like... I mean, it is okay. so I see. grim. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and, and not Christmassy. I mean, it doesn't scream Christmas to many people. Let's just say mm-hmm. there's no greenery, there's no color. It's very stark. I see. It's very black and red white. Red lights or white lights? White. Uh huh. White. And I think the onion headline. And that looks like hell. The onion headline was something like Melania decorates White House for the holidays with dead branches and the wails of you know, screaming souls in hell or something along those lines. I get it, yeah. Okay, so you get the point. Yes. Um, what is your, let's, should we give it a score? <clears throat> what was its, its social media value? I would put it at maybe an eight because you didn't see it, right? Why does it, why does it light up your brain to want to hear about what Melania is? And I, if you say that's an eight, uh, I certainly won't disagree, but I don't understand why that lights up. It, it must be a woman's brain. I don't think that this is oh, a... I saw some men commenting maybe, as well. But what about that? So, you know, well, the theory it's is with social... Well, fruit. It's low-hanging fruit. If you already don't like the Trumps, right. you're going to jump on board okay. and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, here's more example of how much they suck. They right. can't even pull off the incredibly easy feat yeah. of doing non-controversial decorations... For the holidays. See, but right. So there's sort of the Schadenfreude um, angle, right? Oh, absolutely. But, but you know, when I look at it's like incredibly pleasurable. I look at like the Mnuchin and his wife, like that one with holding, one. holding up the money. Was that one of yours? <gasps> no, but that would have been a great right. one. Right. So that one, to me, that is actually I get like that. It's just right. amazing. That's right. an amazing picture. So maybe we would and have given that one at Everything about that <laughs> just says to me so much, right? Yeah. It's yeah. so evocative. But this, to me, I don't. I okay. sort of. I don't get it, which is to say, is it because we all decorate for the holidays and we all find that stressful and so... No, maybe, it has nothing to do with that. It's it entirely just, because... That she doesn't have taste? Is that... It's entirely because it's an easy way to pick on her. We knew that Trump didn't have taste. Like that's... Yeah. Right, or that he well, has... No, that's... You and I think that. I, I know plenty of people who no, but probably I mean, think his taste is amazing. He, right. He has great taste for like a Russian oligarch. <laughs> right? Like that's... Exactly. He has exactly... Putin really likes his taste. Exactly like that that kind of taste but 
Anyway, I... Um, okay, so so social media score... So I give this a low social media score. I think it's like a three on social media. Is but that's to a, you personally, Andrew. We and have to look at like how much did this... How much traction did this get? And I'm telling you, it got more. But it, you have to explain to me why. Why is this important? Why is this... It's why does this trigger you? Why Or why do you... So here, you... you they I do think, something stupid every day. I'm going to give it the social media score. Right? I'm going to give it an eight. Why don't you give it its real news score, which is what you were talking about. Okay, I think it's a it's a zero well, or maybe a one. It's one. a one, <laughs> so we're it gets doing an multiplication. Eight. So I get it. So you get the social media score, I get the the real score. Yeah, yeah it's a one. Okay, but so we I don't multiply. Even see what, but what I really don't understand is I don't even get why it's an eight. Like, but I guess I think it the is. question to answer is not entirely why is it an eight, but uh, it is an eight. It is an eight. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, I'll I'll buy that. Okay. All right, so it's so, so its one. score so, is eight. So that's an eight. Okay, it's combined total score yes. when we multiply those two. All right. Um, second one is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, our president's um, retweeting of uh, fake slash controversial anti-Muslim hate videos from a fringe British racist group this week. I'm glad you brought that one up. Okay. And uh, so do you want to start with the social media score for that? Yes. Okay. And in fact, I think we can even include real media. <laughs> um, How much play did this get, this story? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously it got a lot. It, it certainly, um, I mean, it, they had Theresa, uh, Prime Minister Theresa May. Um, mm-hmm. May had to get on online and complain about it. And it's yeah. actually affecting real diplomacy and so forth. But mm-hmm. to talk about the social media impact first. Or well, I mean, I think it got a ton of play, right? right? So it was a 10, I think, on social media, right? A 10. So now here's my question, which is, is this a sideshow? Mm-hmm. Or is this real news that has real impact on real people? I think it is like a three. And, um, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, well... You know, I mean, I think it's a five. It, it would be a, a two, right, if I think if he had just retweeted U.S., um, uh, America first, you know, or neo-Nazis or something. Because I think that, one, it's a retweet, right? And yeah. two, it's like we've seen him do this a million times before, mm-hmm. and he's playing to his base, mm-hmm. and he's just fomenting, you know, anti-Muslim hatred in a way that is... Internal, so to speak, it's right? Just, which is terrible. Um, yeah, and you wouldn't give re- it. A, you wouldn't give it a one. And reproachable. Yeah. But at the same time, it's uh, more of the more of the same. It's more of the same. However, uh, the, the international angle makes the you international score. angle is really makes it interesting, which is to say why you know the idea that he's um, meddling in a, in in England's politics, and also I think. That he that there's going to be a big group of people who are going to become Trump fans in in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of people who are like, well, the Brexit, why can't, the people who voted, for yeah, Brexit. the Brexit, right? They're going to be like, why can't our country do what Trump is doing and actually take this on, right? So there's yeah. actually yeah. he's actually building a base, which I think is really interesting and strange. Overseas, overseas, he's yeah. building a he's building a right. He's you know he's Andrew, doing, that is, is so interesting because we have not that is an angle that the media has not covered that is the first mention that I've heard of that uh, you know I break no, the news <laughs> that's a really good point it's, right? I didn't even think about that yeah so I think he's building a global brand a global base yeah um, and which ups the score a bit but you still only give it a you still only give it a five 
which I, I'm inclined to agree with you. I should yeah, but it's but hand. it's it's a real thing in the sense that there's now you know maybe there's going to be like this kind of global party, right? As opposed to this idea of just like, well, these are these fractious small right wing groups I that think live the, in I think the, Austria. The, the one thing that we might question is you know that would require some level of like strategic thinking and organizational expertise that this administration and that this person in particular seems utterly, utterly incapable of. So I'm going to cross my you fingers. Can ar- you can argue that, but but, but you would it's say possible. like you would need a level of strategic thinking to become president of the United States, and nevertheless he is. I'm starting and to think that might not be true. So maybe, maybe you're wrong about that. Maybe you can kind of create yeah. Yeah. You know, a huge movement and vast amounts of power just by instinct yeah. and just by kind of what he thinks people are tapping into. I mean, into. certainly one lesson of the last year is we can't, you can't, count we can't underestimate on. the importance of emotional appeal. And, and this has emotional appeal. I And I think he is tapping into that in, yeah, a, in a very real way. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, frankly, the Muslim problem is, you know, the, well, the enmity. There in the UK is probably worse than it is in the US. Like I think it has because a different, they have a, they have, a very different. They have history. a higher density of Muslims and probably in the UK than the US. But they have a very different history with it as well. Which, right. Which we, yeah, that's beyond. Right. Our, that's above our pay. That's above our pay grade. Um, we do get paid a lot. But I agree with you. I think five. I think five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much everything is above our pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we should admit that. Um, um, but yes, yeah, so I agree with you. I think five is an appropriate yes. number because it, and also like we shouldn't we shouldn't overlook the fact that um, you know this does have potential repercussions for people who are in fact the victims of um, hate crimes against Muslims, which have gone up by uh, you know exponentially since Trump um, became president. Oh, I said his name. Okay, you did. The one thing I think that is sort of that we as a world have not kind of come to grips with is like what is the value of a retweet. Like that, yeah. Because we we always talk about this, like, oh, he's retweeting something, and look, he's not retweeting everything. It's so it's so the way that he does things, right? Which is that he says he retweets it, and depending on the reaction that it gets, he either owns it or disowns it, and it's just right. so slippery. And right. I find that such abhorrent behavior from somebody who is ostensibly the quote-unquote leader of the free, right. free world. It's crazy. It, it is. It's it on is. level. All right, so what's our total score? You want to do the math on that one? It's oh, a, do we they all have, oh, that a one? 10, it's a 10 times... It's a 50. It's a 50. It's a 50. So that's pretty so big. So it's a big story, and it, it was covered like a big story. Good. All right, should we do one more? I like this. Okay, good. I'm having fun. Good, me too. And I know our listeners are too. That's I'm having fun because I'm in charge. <laughs> we know that Toby at home is gleefully rubbing his hands together. Yeah, He's and we hope you guys will weigh in. Perched by, uh, yeah. by the speakers. Toby, we want you to weigh in with your, your, your scores uh, and any of you if you disagree with us. Um, all right, last but not least, and there's so many I could have chosen from, but I'm going to go with this one. Okay. The Pocahontas insult that... Um, the president uh, thought necessary to slip into the ceremony where he was honoring some Navajo code breakers um, from World War II, I believe, right? Do I have that right? Um, and while he was telling them what wonderful, fantastic, amazing people they were, he could not help himself. He had to throw in a gratuitous insult um, about Elizabeth Warren. Right. Um, and once again, um, had to call her Pocahontas. Yeah. Okay. So, so what do two we think? Trump. Some Trump stories. Well, I think. That <laughs> what it, did you expect? Well, I just think that the funny thing about the Trump stories, right, is that they they all tend to be high high social media yep. content because yep. he's really good at that. It's actually yep. his unique skill. Yep. And um, 
And so... Uh, Wait, by unique skill, do you mean his only skill? Or do no. you mean he only has that <laughs> Thank skill? Thank you for calling me out on the use of the word unique. Yeah. No, I, I, it's one like, of those things like you can't be very unique. Come on. You can't I modify unique. I wouldn't think he would do that. Yeah, but no, I am I actually never. curious. When you say his unique skill, like to me, no, the implication is, is like you, it's the only thing he's good no, at. No, you have... You have uh, but do you mean he as, alone? He's the best. nailed me down on that. No, I don't... I, no, it is... Uh, he... Has uh, he has a number of different skills, and this is one of of the areas in which he is exceptional. Okay. Um, none okay. of those areas necessarily are appealing, but <laughs> they nevertheless he has. It's one of his his, okay. his talents. We can agree on um, that. So um, social media. Where value. were we? Yeah, I thought low. I thought like a a three, and I thought because we'd heard that name before, mm-hmm. Pocahontas. Um, obviously not it's a great time. he didn't save it because that would have been like this would have been a great time to break it out not for a the great... first time. And I mean we live with a president who essentially um, I think he, he, he works in sort of free verse. He, he just kind of extemporizes. He's the beat poet of presidents. <laughs> he is. <laughs> there, was, there was a I don't know if you saw this it was brilliant but they basically they took one of his speeches and then they took the um the Apple like suggest a word. Oh thing. my gosh! And basically, the Apple suggest a word thing made more sense than what Trump. <laughs> this John Oliver had this bit. What a fantastic! Right, idea. but it was a great idea. But basically, you know, he's like, well, I'm talking about Indians, and like Indians remind me of Pocahontas, and Pocahontas reminds me of Elizabeth Warren. So like, it all connects. And, yes, that's and so exactly that's how just his brain works. that's just the way his brain works. So I think it's a two, and and social oh, media. I think you said three. No. I mean, did I say three? Uh, uh, it's the way my brain it's works. It's really important that yeah. we get the number right. And then in a real world value, I think, well, what do you think the social media value of it is? I would put the social media value a little higher, but that might be because I have a higher percentage of Did you get outraged by Trump that? haters in my... F- I didn't get outraged so much as it just pushed that same button of disbelief. Yeah. Like, I cannot, which is how I feel every time I listen to him, which is like, I can't believe this person is the president. And yes. I can't believe that this is the way he speaks. Yeah. So I would put it maybe at a four. But, you know, we're on the same page. More it is true that it is very hard to believe that he's the president. And, because and, of things like this, right? Yes. It's not. It's not even just the policies or the terrible personnel choices or the, you know, it's, it's every time he opens his mouth, he sounds like a bad stand-up comedian. Do you think... Terrible one. Do you think that in some level, you know, like we always talk about sexual harassment and sort of victim feeling like the victim and blaming yourself. Do you mm-hmm. think that us as a, as a nation, sort of, we all feel like... Are we traumatized? But, but also, like, don't, don't we all sort of kind of blame ourselves for Trump? Like, don't, ah. we fe- I, don't we feel like... There is something about that where it's like, he's so horrible and he's so terrible, and yet, like... That's an interesting point. I feel point. like... I, feel I think like people we, are... I think people would be divided on that. I yeah. think people who genuinely believe that this is a wonderful, amazing country that hasn't ever done anything wrong, and there are a lot of people who believe that, who don't like Trump, probably don't blame themselves. They're like, oh, they, these are the people who are like online going like, all Trump supporters are racists. Yeah. All, because that's how they feel, you know, like, I have nothing to do with this. This is yeah. just your fault. You people who voted for him, you know, screw you, and they're really mad. Whereas I, I would put myself more in the middle, which is like, I see how Trump is a product of are the bad qualities of this right. country, actually. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I'm proud to be American. I chose to be American. Right. We discussed that uh, a while ago. But I'm not, I try not to be blind to 
our flaws as a country and we have some big ones and I see very much how he's a product of that. Do I blame myself? No, I blame America. <laughs> yeah, you blame all the other people who put it <laughs> in. But I see how we are complicit as a group. See, because I I sort of blame my, myself. and it, So I, I, on the one hand, I kind of blame the liberals for like running Hillary Clinton and for not... For, of course. And letting do. her do that. And, and I have to, right? Like I have to say, as much as I hate Trump, like I cannot believe... There could have been a different candidate. They, they, that they did, the, they, they, did, they did this to us. Like yeah. I feel that way about liberals. Like Like they, I blame them. And then I also blame the Republicans. Um, I hope you blame for, the Republicans more. No, I, I, <laughs> I actually think that um, in some ways, uh, the the Democrats, are, in my view, were, were more to blame mm-hmm. by. I guess that's um, why we're sitting here. By allowing uh, Hillary, yeah, right. Of course, I feel that way. But it, yeah, by allowing Hillary, who was so clearly a flawed candidate and so clearly okay, yeah, we got it. Right, we got yeah, it. You got it. <laughs> so um, so anyway, we give this a score of a. Well, okay. So let's say social media value three. Yeah. Real news value. I would personally would put it at a one. Right. Um. So it's low, right? It doesn't have any impact on anybody. And we've heard it before, as you said. Yeah. So that's a three. Yeah. Do you have one more? I like these. What, can we do Matt Lauer? Uh... What about Matt Lauer having a button under his desk? Somebody said something about uh, getting, when you get to actually, when your sort of perviness and your sort of sexual harassment reaches a level in which you have to call in a contractor to like <laughs> install something. <laughs> Like, you know, your own sex dungeon or or cry. Right. It's like, how do you, how do you do that? Like, it's like getting the trap door underneath your dad, you know, or to me, this is real news though. This isn't, this is not a sideshow, which actually gets me a little bit. But it's becoming a sideshow. Well, and we're going to make it a sideshow. So this gets to what made me start thinking about this a lot, which was, um, someone that I'm friends with on Facebook, uh, last week posted something saying all the sexual harassment stuff is distracting us from the political situation that we should be focused on. Right. And it was, it led to a really interesting series of um, comments where, and I had to weigh in, of course, (laughs) where I think he ended up retracting it. And he said, you know what? Everything that you guys have said makes me understand this is not a sideshow. This is a direct result of what is going on in our political climate, right? It's the Access Hollywood tape. It's Roy Moore. Yeah. It's... Um, you know, Trump's victory, uh, despite despite all of these sexual harassment claims against him or sexual assault claims against him, um, and in his own admission of sexual assault. Uh, so, so it was interesting to me because I thought the sexual harassment thing to me, and I think, I hope you agree with me, is not a sideshow. No, I, I agree. I can agree with you completely. And I actually think when you have a sea change moment like that, I think it's very hard to be like but but wait you know i think people will say like maybe in civil rights movement i wasn't there but um <laughs> you know maybe people start to say like well why aren't we talking about the things that we normally have to talk about like the things that the daily right. you know day-to-day issues um or, or, and this is a distraction from all that to yeah. talk about race or to talk about uh gender but i think it's because it's so big yes. and it's so it's such a uh, you know it's a, a real change and also that, just it's it's a result i really firmly believe it's a result of the person that we elected as president and i was recently in a conversation with somebody be. who said if hillary had won would this be happening and I, obviously we can't answer that question there's no way to answer it but i wonder like would the new york times reporters would jody cantor have gone 
after this story. I would love to ask. I would love to ask her. You know, were you pursuing this story before Trump became before the Access Hollywood? And, and, and what's so interesting is they realized, I think, much to their credit, right, that they had to eat, they had to go after their own first. Yeah. They had to go after Harvey Weinstein, who Weinstein. Weinstein I'm never gonna get that right. <laughs> it's okay. We careful hate him. listeners I know that I will never get that never, right. I would be happy never to say his name again. Why, so. Harvey Weinstein, but they they were I think really smart um, and realized look we're gonna have to eat our you know I was gonna say eat our young but that's so weird <laughs> but we're gonna have to go after hey. our own our own people yeah. first yeah. in order to take this to make this serious uh, mm-hmm. take this seriously yeah. and um, and by implication eventually that gets back to you know, yes. Hillary Clinton and all the things that the Democrats um, have done. And we see people like Al Franken yeah. and that story keeps growing. So yeah. um, I think. And Conyers, right? Like, right. Yes. And uh, so it was interesting. There was actually a congresswoman. I wish I knew her name. But she said, to your point, she there was a committee meeting and she said, I'm not actually going to attend this committee unless we're talking about the real issues, which is like the sexual harassment in Congress. She said, she said, that's actually the real issue yeah, here. Yeah. And all this other stuff is a sideshow. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think I agreed with that in, in some level, like that we um, are going to have to get to the bottom of, of this whole thing. So anyway, so Matt Lauer, did you think this was a, um, in terms of social media value, this was like a, what did you think? A 10. It was a 10. And then in terms of real value, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a television news fan, so to me, the real news value I think is artificially <laughs> deflated. I think for I know, it's a very it's like the most popular news show in the country, right? And and if they, if Matt Lauer isn't a nice guy, there are no nice guys. I think that's the oh, big... I don't think that's no. True. I mean, it's some you'd level... be surprised how many people have said to me, oh yeah, everybody knew about Matt Lauer. Okay, but um, there are no what is the, what, what I'm trying to say. Is not that there are no nice guys. You can't guys. make any assumptions. Well, the idea of a nice guy mm-hmm. um, that we get through celebrity or whatever, right. that where we, Tom Hanks or whoever, where we yeah. feel like, oh, he's a good person. Yeah. Like, we cannot believe. Yeah, we shouldn't make any assumptions anymore. Sure. Anymore. Yeah, so um, real news value, like. Uh, and, and probably the contrary is true too. These people that we think, you know, that like, oh, that guy's not so great, they, they, you know, they play these sort of roles yeah. maybe they're great but um but i but i think definitely these people like matt lauer like he just to me well he was seemed, a symbol right and that's why he was so popular he seemed, yeah he's a symbol of like of like he was like horrible a sensitive he nice was man. horrible in the presidential debates i guess he was horrible to hillary so I, he really I, was awful to i her. thought that was an interesting okay one. so what would you give it for real news value i think it's a seven wow okay uh, so let's give it a so it, in it, terms of like the the ripple effect that it's going to have, and which is amazing to me that I still think that any of these sex harassment scandals are are because okay, we're all getting inured to it, right? We're all mm, seeing seeing so many of yes them. Yes and no. Yeah. Yes and no. Well, I think the goal is to not become inured. Well, we're going to introduce this this game, right? Yeah. Of, of like sort of, and this is going to be on our website of kind of a, uh, you know, <laughs> next one to go down. Oh yeah. Should we talk about uh, how, like we came up, how we came up with this? So just before we do this, let's just have a moment and say like, are we doing the right thing here? Like, are we now getting to the point where it's becoming farce? Where are we not taking it seriously? Huh. Um, are we? No, I think we're acknowledging what you just said, which is that we can't assume anymore that our heroes yeah. are above reproach, beyond reproach. And yeah. I think we have to be open to the idea that even guys who seem like good guys, even guys who have lots of women friends, which I think Matt Lauer did, um, 
you know, we can't assume anymore that they are going to escape this moment, uh, this reckoning. Uh, no, I, th- I think that's right. So Xanthia did a post on, on Facebook where you actually said, like well, like a week listed and a half like the people that you didn't want to, you know, to be next. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's like, oh, are... let's not lose all these great, wonderful people like Garrison Keillor. And like literally like, like a week later, Garrison <laughs> Keillor is like, yeah, I did it. I reached up somebody's shirt. And, um, and so Andrew just, thinks I put the so, kiss uh, of death on I, him. I was just like, who else are you going to pick, Xanthi? Like, and so, uh, so what we, and then she put out a po- po- poll of like people that we don't want it to be. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to switch it around and we're going to say, these are the guys we're going to call. Yeah. You know, here's some, here's some big names. Well, I think we got to throw in some, some people too that we, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't you wouldn't see. expect, but maybe you would, who knows? Okay. So we'll, we're going to get that list. We need the list from you all. And what do we do? Yeah, it, like, please make submissions. And I have our, to learn how to do a Deadpool. But, yeah, but you can um, do it on our Facebook page. We'll do it on the Facebook page, so please go check that out uh, after the show. So, um, do you want to talk about... I think you should take it from here, because we um, we each thought we'd take a minute and focus on the thing that has been kind of our issue of the week yeah. um, for each of us. Uh, and, um, Andrew, you want to go first? Yeah. So, this is kind of what I've been thinking about. And I, I don't really know... And of course, when you start thinking about something like, um, and your mind kind of keeps turning it over, it's not all going to be tied together sure. yet. So maybe you can help me tie sure, it together. Sure, sure, sure. Take um, a minute and tell me what it is. So, so, well, I remember, so I took a philosophy course in college and that was, a, for you. that was a huge waste of time. <laughs> and, and, um, one of the things, the only thing I really got, like, you know how they sometimes are like, why don't we just tell them something really dumb that they can understand so they could actually <laughs> we'll dumb it down. Right. They dumb it down. So like maybe the one or two things you can actually yeah. get out of it. And I knew by the way, when they were saying this, there's like, this is like for you idiots, like in the back who aren't getting any of this. Who are never going to But like, here's another, one thing you you're can. You're not going to go to the 200 level philosophy ex- ex- Exactly. So, um, and it was sort of this idea around this philosophy of color, which is, um, you know, essentially the idea that, um, you know, what we perceive as blue. Yeah, yeah. Um, one, nothing's really blue. It's just what your sensors tell mm-hmm. you it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, uh, and obviously what a dog sees as blue is not, is very different from what you're. You oh, know. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, well, a dog doesn't, doesn't have the same sensors you do. Or like what a mantis shrimp, which has like 16 million <laughs> visual. A what shrimp? A mantis shrimp. Okay. Great creature, the man. No, I don't want to see one of those. They sound. They're rainbow colored, and they have these eyes that can see like. Okay, I'm gonna have a nightmare about one of these. They actually are. They're 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 a creature out of your nightmares because they can actually break an aquarium with their powerful (laughs) fists. Stop! 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 Look up mana shrimps. They're great. Okay. But um, we'll put a picture on. But they can uh, see so many more colors than we can Mm because they're so. The idea is, I went way too deep on this, but basically, (laughs) that what I see is blue. Yeah, yeah. And so then there's whole there's whole philosophy theories around that. Like there's whole like there's probably if you just look up philosophy of color, there's like ten different Mm -hmm. ways people think about this. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking about sexual harassment and like what men think about women. Yes. And thinking that you know there's there's a couple of different problems. One, like at least with the color blue, we can all sort of like go like, oh, that's blue, right? And we can all agree. Also, the stakes are low. Even though we might be wrong, <laughs> right? And maybe what you think is blue is different than actually but what I see But there's no consequence blue. to Doesn't that. Ma- we can all at least say, oh, that's how I feel about blue. With, 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 sec- with sexual harassment and all these different sexual things. Sexual behavior. Sexual behavior. First of all, men don't even talk about it, right? So, and women don't really talk about it too. So, wait, wait, what? What? Well, what we think is acceptable behavior and what we don't think is women acceptable. don't talk about that. Wait, really? 
All right, let's just say men for now. So men don't talk about that, right? Yeah, that so I they don't they okay, don't check. really know what everybody else thinks is blue, essentially. Like they because we don't have those conversations. Um, so that's kind of problem one. Problem two is just that like nobody really knows what's in anybody else's mind. Mind. And um, and so So you're talking about perception, right? Differences differences in perception and how what what the actual consequences right. of that and are so so there's base there's kind of this like meta issue of perception which is the blue thing which is just like that nobody really knows anything Absolutely. about right and then and then there's a added measure of, of perception which is that at least we're not even like talking about it so we can't even start to kind of come yeah. to grips around it yeah well you and I are talking and yes but um, but I think it's it's very rare that that people are um, that talk about. So that was kind of my, my sort of my my first take, like which that. is to I say like it's complicated. It's actually really complicated, and and so you see a lot where people sort of say like, why is this not? Why is this so hard? Like, you know, <laughs> what? Why are men like you just don't take out your penis at work? Like that's really <laughs> simple. Like why is that? And actually, it's really it's actually really complicated then the second thing although I wanted, that particular example is quite simple but yes i get your i get your larger point which is like if you put your hand on someone's it's the smaller things right well, let me if let you me, put your hand on someone's knee uh should you be penalized for that you well, know well, did you what was your intention blah 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 right and and it gets we're eventually going to get to the pence rule and all that but oh. the but the, the 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 second part of that which was like there's one this perception thing the other thing is that i think like let's say, uh, so I think Harvey Weinstein's a horrible person, right? Mm -hmm. And and what he did was just terrible. And I think it's very easy to think that, and it's very easy for men to say that and women to say that. Sure. Everybody agrees. He seems right? kind of. He's yes. broken all the moral codes. Yeah. On the other hand, uh, if you played a video game in which you got to be Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein, and you essentially the point of the video game was to try to have sex with Gwyneth Paltrow oh my God. and I do not and, like where you're going with and this. Naomi or whatever their names were and all these different women and like that was like the now that would be a very appealing to men I think a lot what? of men would what? find that well look so because if you look at I think you'd have to switch it out you'd have to say be George Clooney you know, and, well right and now from the women's perspective that's actually what I was thinking if there was the same video game and like you were the woman, but like Harvey Weinstein was Brad Pitt, like that's okay. Fifty Shades of Dark. <laughs> so we're never going to be in a position to make this game, but I am actually fascinated that you think that women <laughs> would want to play this game. I just don't think no. If Brad Pitt, maybe not. Maybe women would, but I know that like if you, if I know I that men, avatar, I know that men would be stimulated by that at a visceral level of being able to because yeah. power and sex sure, are related. Sure. And that if like, wait, I'm playing this simulator. So you're simulator. saying if this game had existed before the Weinstein thing came out. Um, or now. Pro no, not now. If you're just playing that role, like I mean, what literally. Is the, the game is going to be called the like Serial Rapist? Well, it, so, so there, are, there were games like where like you would go out and try to shoot people and like, like kill I people. I find right? those games and that, to morally me, abhorrent. I have no interest in playing a game like that because I have no interest in killing yeah, but people. But a lot of people do. But, but I... And I, I'm going Grand to say this, but I do right? have an interest in having sex with Gwyneth Paltrow, although not that oh I would, God. but I, but I, but I would, but there's right. not, there's not All a cards of, on the table. There's a, well, right. Yeah, Gwyneth, exactly. don't call me. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> He's kidding. He's married. 
I'm married, and I but but in a fantasy world, you. I hear there's, you. there's and so that I think is the thing that people don't talk about, which is to say, while what Harvey did from the victim's perspective was terrible um, and, and awful, from the perpetrator's perspective, if it was a fantasy. If it was wasn't Andrew, real, Andrew, it would still be. It's you can't say if it were a fantasy. The whole point is yeah. we have our fantasy lives right. and we have our real lives. Right. How those two intersect is crucial. Yes. And I hear what you're saying that that people have. I mean, honestly, very pervy fantasies, right? Right. Like if you, yeah, we can just leave it at that. Um, but that doesn't mean that you get to act out those of things course, of course. in real life, of right? Course. Unless you find somebody whose pervy fantasy intersects perfectly with your pervy fantasy, right. in which case, go for it. Um, of course. And, but I think the interesting thing about it, and I guess what I'm trying to say, and, I'm, and like I said, I, I don't have the answer, but, but what I think is interesting is that, that the behavior that, um, that, it, that we proscribe Mm-hmm. Um, in our brains somewhere, in our lizard brains. Is to repress. No, not exactly. The, the behavior that we don't like, the, Harvey, beha- the yeah. Harvey Weinstein behavior. Like there's part of me that... Oh, proscribe, sorry. That I we proscribe. Yeah, yeah, that part of me, like has, I have no interest in either simulating killing people or actually killing people. Good. Those, well, those, both, those both things disgust me. Okay. Um, the idea of what Harvey Weinstein did Wine. No, you said it, I said it right. You were right. Um, did did there's something about it that what it, well you can't get around about the uh, is that in our brains he's acting out a he's acting he's out a acting fantasy. acting out a fantasy that sure. actually a lot of men would find very appealing. Sure. And yeah, hot actresses, hotel rooms, blah blah blah. Right, like that's like in some so ways. So here's the so so, but I think we do need to like close this on an idea of like. We at least need to move slightly towards a solution, and right. maybe the solution is talk about it more. Maybe the solution is because men and women genuinely seem to be mysteries to one another in yes. many ways. I see the only solution I can imagine is that we talk about it more, we repress less, yeah, uh, and we're just more honest about all of this stuff. Because I think if someone said to you your rape fantasy. Is well, yeah. unacceptable. I guess that is a rape fantasy. Well, not yes. you personally, but right. like one, a rape fantasy yes. is actually harmful. Like even to have that fantasy, the idea that it could ever bleed into real life, whether it's through pornography, whether it's well, that's, through that's the, that a video the, game, is like we we need to talk about what the actual harm could be of people that, having those. And fantasies. that gets to the, exactly my third question, or the big thing that I was wondering, which is to say, okay, so let's say that's right. Am I conditioned to find the idea of the Gwyneth Paltrow scenario erotic because of culture? Or is that because that is just something that, like, no, I think a, that that's what does that built into being a, a man? It's a combination. She is a symbol of, um, you know, a culturally created symbol of hotness right. for some people. No, I'm, I'm I have in, to I'm say, that. that's my I luck. do I not agree with you on that one, but that's okay. On Gwyneth, you're not into her? Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I actually can't stand her, um, but I'm not thinking of her as a sex object. So yeah. fine, have her as your okay. sex object. That's fine. Yeah. Um, she's a cultural symbol of that, but also she's a pretty woman, and you're a straight man. So right. no, I don't think there's anything weird about the fact that you would want that you would be attracted to her right. or imagine things with her. But what is weird is if you're imagining um, raping her. 
Well, I'm not imagining that. Okay, because that's but, what Harvey Weinstein was trying to no, do. No, well, in all what of I these cases. what I think he was. Their objections meant nothing to him, right? Yes. And in fact, not only did they mean nothing to him, right. they were a turn on. Yeah, I think that's undeniable at this point. Yeah. Well. All right. Yeah. Well, it's a really interesting question, though. Right. Right. I think that I think the uh, I, I'm not saying that I would, but I I guess what I'm saying is that there's something in that maybe culturally, um, and by the way, I think there's there's stuff in this culturally for women too, or you wouldn't see sort of Fifty Shades of Grey and all those kinds oh, of things wow. taken that up. Is a, that is, yes. I mean, okay. we, now so, you're making an interesting, right? more interesting point there's to There's something, there's, I, right? Sure. The, that's women are, women 15, were very turned on by that. Women found that very erotic. Not all women, but yes. Not all women, but a, a, a shockingly high number. a lot of copies. Sure. And those movies continue to do well, and so and you and so the question is is like are these things that we have to deal with at a cultural level, or are these things that we have to deal with at a species level? Like that this is something that who we are, and this and that's kind that's of what I'm asking. That's an question. Sure. That's yeah. that's kind of what I've been thinking about, which is to say, um, should we be you know should we be talking about getting rid of pornography and and changing pornography or is pornography just a reflection of what we are and we just have to come up with really hard rules that and then separate and, separate fantasy from reality and and those are very two different types of solutions yeah. because then you're going to come up if you have to do that mm -hmm. if you say like no that's what we are then you have to build in pretty draconian safeguards yeah. you, know, you have to have no yeah. touching rules you have to have um, you know, but that's what's so messy right now is we're doing all of that and we're doing it all at the same time. And there's no, which I guess is what you're saying. There's no plan. Nobody's figuring this there's out. No better Everyone's solution. trying to do everything all at the same time, which is you have the draconian, no touching rules in many places in schools. Certainly you also have the people who are like, let's police pornography more. You also have, and this is so great that you brought this up, the millions of women who yeah. bought Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. So it's very it tapped into something. It's for very them. confused right now. It's very confused, and it, and I think um, yeah, and that's, that's the thing that 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 I've been thinking. Of. So anyway, what is your your issue of the week? I'm gonna do mine quickly because I feel like uh, Sorry, we're running we're out of time. Long. No, it's okay. We're it was at 41 really minutes, which was... you know studies show that is our. Right, well, optimal I'll take time. just a couple more. Um, the issue that has been preoccupying me this week um, is the kind of, and I'm gonna call it this on purpose. The, the hysteria of the male response to all of this um, sexual harassment yeah. um, kind of explosion that's going on right now. Uh, and I'm getting this directly from my social media life where um, kind of like a surprising number of men's responses to the whole thing has been to say, yes, let's, and we started with this, right? So it's like, we're kind of going in circles, but like the Pence rule makes sense. Um, I think that maybe men are just going to have to videotape all of their interactions with women from now on, uh, you know, and this, this, and most of all, and my women friends and I are talking about this a lot, this kind of male fear of false accusations mm -hmm. is like skyrocketing. And I, and I get it. I understand why men would be afraid of that, but I also think it's, it's getting blown out of proportion you know this idea that like oh my god now you can't even ask somebody on a date at work yeah. because you're going to be thrown out of your job um you know this hysterical response to it i find it on the one hand understandable but i also find it infuriating because i think you know what rather than worrying about being falsely accused of something why don't you 
not, why don't you watch your behavior? And why don't you become more cognizant of the way that you're acting around female colleagues? And I don't feel like that's a bad outcome. I think if men are starting to be a little bit more conscious of like the way that they're acting, um, anyway, that's just yeah. my, I'm no, curious what your take on it is. You know, my, ta my take on it is, uh, yeah, I think that we're in the middle of a sea change. Like I said, that we're in the middle of a sea change. And uh, I think what people will, will fear, and it's not without precedent, right, is that, you know, there, are, there are, have been movements, you know, things like, you know, the Salem oh, witch trials. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Or actually, I think even a better one is prohibition. Prohibition in this country, the reason yeah. they got rid of alcohol was because women... It was actually tied very yeah, much yeah, into the temperance, the temperance whole thing. Was, what was because her name Amy right. Roberts, and it was tied into. Um, it was also tied into the suffragette movement. Mm -hmm. They were related. Yeah. Um, but because men were coming home and abusing their wives when they were drunk, right. so they said, "Let's get rid of alcohol." Right. And then that got a lot of, right, and yeah. and that was clearly not the right solution. We tried it. It didn't work. Well, we tried it, but I think that people could have said in the, you know, ahead of time, if they had been thoughtful, like, you know what, that's probably not going to work. People mm -hmm. really like alcohol and it's part of our lives and well, we're going to create a whole black market. Create a bigger and, problem yes. than, and, and so, um, and so I think there's that. I think that there's this canary in the coal mine thing where they're saying, okay, we get it. Um, and I think what smart people are saying is to say, like, hey, you know, we think it's important that we address these things, um, but maybe we need to have some, we need to make sure that we don't throw out. The things, baby with the bathwater. Bath, let's let's lose as many metaphors as we can yeah. here. <laughs> um, yeah, keep the baby in the coal mine. <laughs> and uh, no, I think that's the worry. And so you say, well, you know, are we going to have no touching? Are we going to get rid of handshakes? Are we going to, yeah. um, are these things... Are we always going to have open doors? Yeah. Are we going to, um, you know, and also are men going to, I think, are they going to, and the thing about the Pence rule, and I'm going to go back to it because I think it's, while I agree, it would be, it would be a weird and probably bad rule for women uh, overall because they wouldn't get advancement. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be, I yeah. think it would be discriminatory, the Pence rule. Um, until we have good ideas, yeah. the better ideas, yeah. like the bad ideas are going to win, right? And so, so here's one good idea, yeah. which is maybe if the woman don't take is, out your penis. Maybe at if work. the woman, well, that's a good idea too. Maybe if the woman is the boss, um, maybe then the problem is solved. But I don't know. We are going to have to wait a while, I think, until yeah. women are all the bosses. Yeah, you're trying to trigger me. I like it. Um, no, I uh, and and by the way, I think maybe that's you know on its way to happening in some in some cases. Let's, I just settle for half, like just half the bosses. I always, I kind of wonder what the world would be like, for example, if we just had maybe not in all, all situations, but if I think they're actually like if all women were policemen, if we just said like that there were no men police, mm -hmm. like would that would that be better? Um, it might Ooh, be. That's an idea for a book. You should yeah. write that book. Yeah, write that. I like it. All right. Um, so um, I think that's it. Uh, we wanted to say some thanks. Yes, I just wanted to say thank you to Damon and the crew at Atco who are so kindly hosting us every week. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And I want to say thank you to Gwyneth. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't know why I even went there, but I just uh, I did. 
But uh, Noah, and um, thank you to you, our listeners. Take Please come online and uh, participate in our... Um, our, de- our poor Deadpool uh, <laughs> and win our prize which has not yet been established thanks again see you next okay, week bye